transmigration of the soul. If you've never heard of this concept, it is a fascinating one present uh, within a lot of different types of Buddhism, uh, but also something that Christ himself may have spoken of. And we're going to talk about that today on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I hope you're having an absolutely beautiful day. Um, this is going to be the third installment in our Gospel of Mary Magdalene series. Uh, this is going to be in Chapter 8, as I talked about on Episode 1. Uh, we don't have near all of the actual text to read uh, because a lot of it was damaged so badly when it was found. Uh, this was found among many other scriptures within jars of clay uh, hidden away in the desert. And um, thank God that we have it. That's all I can say. And so I'm reading from gnosis.org slash library slash marygosp.htm. And uh, that's where you can find this. So uh, what is up, Sum? I'm doing good. How are you, my friend? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Welcome, Mike Jones. Welcome, Giant Slayer Inc. Welcome, Sugar Honey Babe. Welcome, Giant Slayer uh, again. And then Dorian, welcome. Thank you guys for the likes. Thank you, uh, Carmen. Thank you for being here. Jonathan Thomas, Angie, welcome. Uh, I got a lot of people jumping in today. So this is going to be super interesting. Guys, if you like my artwork, I have t-shirts available uh, with all of my artwork on it. It's over at cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Just in time for the holidays. Don't miss out on that. You can use a coupon code. Um to get 10% off over there. It will be at the very top. It shows up automatically. So, um, with that said, the coupon code is early bird, by the way, with that said, we're going to jump into chapter eight today and look at some really, really weird stuff, really interesting stuff about the transmigration of the soul. So I'm going to introduce what that is. Transmigration of souls is the belief that the soul is reborn in one or more successive mortal bodies a form of reincarnation. Uh, a tenet of Asian, Asian religions such as Buddhism, it was also accepted by the followers of Pythagoras and Orpheism in Greece during the 6th century BC. It is common today among tribal religions such as that of South African Venda tribe. Um, so with that said, it's 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 out there okay like um but it's not new it is not something that like to me inherently goes against um the words of christ now i will say that it is not biblical in the sense that uh, especially if you read the pauline epistles um and and adopt that theology i struggle with that personally now i am going to do an episode wednesday night uh, with a good friend of mine, he is very much in a deeper understanding of the Pauline books, um, and he's got all the connections, and that is amazing for him. For me, for the time being, I just focus on the words of Christ because that's where I find the most authentic spiritual enlightenment, if you will. So with that said, that's that's how I approach it. Um in Joshua 4, where they are taking the stones, placing them in the river, there's 12 stones uh, representing 12 tribes about where the Ark of the Covenant is crossing the river. Um, it's interesting. I've heard that, um, that being tied to the transmigration of souls. I don't particularly understand it. 
but I think that there's lots of symbolism there. I think that there's plenty within the biblical context to at least have an open mind and say, yeah, maybe that's a thing. Christ literally talking about being reborn. Nicodemus is like, so I'm supposed to go back into my mother's womb. Like, what are you talking about? And then Christ is saying, like, if I speak to you of earthly things, then how can I speak to you of heavenly things? So to me, I take that. I used to take that as like, be reborn, like accept Jesus. And now you're like, oh, everything's wonderful now. Like I'm reborn, you know, I'm I'm new. I'm honestly kind of taking that now as like you're progressing through the rebirth process. Like your soul is returning uh, to continue its journey of enlightenment, to continue your walk towards God, uh, towards full unity. Um, and that you are continuing to enter the matrix to help people. Um, and that people that don't figure it out, or they live in bitterness or they live in uh, those lower mindsets, lower chakras their whole life. Um, even people that are highly religious, you know, um, I, I don't know. I don't know, um, what happens after this timeline that we're in, but this is one representation of it today. And I think it's got some definite, uh, eye-opening concepts in it. Uh, however we choose to adopt them. I have heard some people discuss the transmigration of the soul as being, when you achieve enlightenment and you're able to break through the karmic cycles and go ahead and start burning karma and creating a life uh, of unity with God and deeper understanding of who you are, then you can finally step into that rest of Christ, like that place of rest uh, until like the, the day when all things are revealed or uh, true 5d earth is, is born or uh, the revelation of Christ is here. Like whatever you want to call that. I've also heard that if you achieve that enlightenment, then you are going to come back. You are going to be reborn. Those that don't are going to go to a place of waiting until another creation. Again, I don't know. It's all mythological until it's not. So I can't tell you uh, which one to follow, but I can certainly um, give you give you the the info here today. So in chapter 8, it starts out in verse 10. So we're missing a lot of verses here, but it's going to jump into verse 10. It says, And desire said, I did not see you descending, but now I see you ascending. Why do you lie since you belong to me? The soul answered and said, I saw you. You did not see me nor recognize me. I served you as a garment and you did not know me. When it said this, the soul went away rejoicing greatly. Again, it came to the third power, which is called ignorance. The power questioned the soul, saying, Where are you going? In wickedness you are bound. But you are bound, do not judge. And let me reread that. It says, In wickedness are you bound, but you are bound, do not judge. The soul said, why do you judge me, although I have not judged? I was bound, though I have not bound. I was not recognized, but I have recognized that all is being dissolved, both the earthly things and the heavenly. When the soul has overcome the third power, it went upwards and saw the fourth power, which took seven forms. 
The first form is darkness, the second desire, the third ignorance, the fourth is the excitement of death, the fifth is the kingdom of the flesh, the sixth is the foolishness and the wisdom of the flesh, the seventh is the wrathful wisdom, these are the seven powers of wrath. They ask the soul, whence do you come, slayer of men? Or where are you going, conqueror of space? The soul answered and said, What binds me has been slain, and what turns me about has been overcome. And my desire has been ended, and ignorance has died. In a eon, I was released from the world, and in a type from a type, and from fetter of oblivion which is transient from this time on i will attain the rest of the time of the season of the aeon in silence wow i don't know about y'all but this is some deep water we're in right now um i don't get it I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Um, so let's let's unpack it. Let's go through it. Let's let's at least speculate on what might it mean. Um, just received the tree, tea, and prayer portal poster. Super cool, awesome, Lynn. Thank you so much for ordering. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate y'all's support. By the way, I'll do this now, just since I'm thinking about it. That's a great comment to do this on. I have brought back the shirts that you guys loved and asked for and bought. And I'm able to do it a little bit cheaper than I was before. Thank you for anyone that ordered before. This is the new tees. They are absolutely beautiful. This one's called the Cosmic Terrarium Tee. I love it. This one is called the Cosmic Well of Self Tea. They're double-sided. They're absolutely beautiful. If you guys like the artwork, check it out. I wanted to try to do something that was a little bit more affordable uh, than the ones I had before. Uh, so I'm taking a bit of a pay cut on that, and I'm also going with just the white base tea on this so that um, everything can look the same and look nice and uniform. These are super soft. They are like jersey material, like perfect for your yoga classes, perfect for working out, uh, perfect for doing those meditations outside or hiking, biking. Uh, I literally love them. Uh, I've got one right here. This is the prayer portal tee. You can see how soft they are, um, and it is an all-over high-quality print. I love this stuff, guys, and I'm glad to bring them back. I'm glad I was able to find a way to keep bringing them to you. One of the biggest complaints was the cost. They were around $70 before, um, and again, with taking a pay cut and kind of going with a uniform design on all of them, I was able to get the cost down a little bit. Um, so, Lynn, thank you for the purchase. Uh, Lynn says super quality and super comfort. Thank you very much. Um, so, with that said, that's, that's one of the big ways you guys can support what I'm doing. So, those are two new shirts today. I'm going to have a lot more this week. I also have the even cheaper ones that are like the – $35 tees that have the uh, graphic on the front. So it's the same artworks, 
uh, different versions of that and more of like a four by three graphic on the front. Uh, so whatever your vibe is, you're going to find something awesome over there in the apparel shop, especially with the holidays coming up. Uh, if you do get the all over print ones, get a size up. I found I, I normally wear a two X. I got a three X and it's still kind of fitted just because again, they're more of the workout vibe. Um, so that's enough, uh, enough pitch on that, but thank you guys for the support. Getting back into the text here, um, man, th this is wild. Um, Desire said, I did not see you descending, but now I see you ascending. Why do you lie since you belong to me? So like Desire is saying, and we're going to see here in a second. Here, here's my interpretation. Desire is one of the seven forms of the power of wrath, okay? The seven powers of wrath. Wrath being obviously tied to the God of the Old Testament, like super, I mean, like th this basically describes the God of the Old Testament from everything we've been going through here. If you guys have been tracking with me on that, if you're confused on that, you go check out, um, my entire series called the Yal Debaoth, Yahweh, the Beast God. Um, before I get into this part of it, just know that, um, I value inclusion of all races, religions, and orientations. That's very important to me. I don't ever want anyone to feel like uh, they don't have a home here. They don't have a place here. So uh, I'm not here to argue different religions and stuff. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Just open your mind and let's step into maybe maybe what else is there here. So that's really how I approach this. Um, and so this is desire talking to the soul like, you know, I didn't see you descending, but now I see you ascending. It's like uh, desire. It's almost like it just expected the soul to be there and to descend to it. And this this evokes a lot of chakric image imagery. You know, with the chakras, the lower chakras, the higher chakras. Um, so with that, um, and then uh, desire says, but now I see you ascending. And so, you know, when you, you begin to start to wake up, I think that within yourself, like there is that darker place of desire. Um, and I'm not talking about like desire for good things. I'm talking about like that more carnal desire. You can kind of see that uh, ascension happening. It's like, oh, I didn't even notice when I fell into it because it was easy. Now I see it ascending and like what's going on. And then the soul is answered saying, I saw you. You did not see me nor recognize me. I served you as a garment and you did not know me. Uh, when it said this, the soul went away uh, rejoicing greatly. Like, hey, you know, uh, I, I was I was wrapped around you desire, but you didn't even recognize me. And so now I'm going to I'm going to move on. So, you know, you didn't adopt me in love, basically. So um, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. So um, let's see. Let's check out some comments here. Um, let's see, uh, Meta says the kingdom of heaven, uh, that phrase is found in Buddhism, Torah and Taoism. Um, I've chosen Christ as my sacred mirror. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, this is all like universal, uh, universal content, by the way, universal, um, messaging, like all the stuff I'm talking about is, applicable to really any type of walk now when you get into like doctrine and dogma of course there's going to be things that say no that's not real because 
this is the way, you know, and anytime you get into that, I think you start to lose heart within your, your truer nature of self, your truer, uh, compass towards truth. Um, and I think that's, that's how I try to approach this. So, um, let's see, <clears throat> boy, my allergies today. Um, let's see, you guys be nice to each other, by the way. Uh, I see a little bit of, a little bit of going on. That's what gets people. Um, I, I do occasionally have to ban people from the chat. So you guys be loving and respectful. Seriously. If, if you even have a problem with each other or each other's beliefs, you both need to check yourself. So be kind rewind let's be chilled together okay so um be very very kind to people um because if you're in this community i expect you to welcome people lovingly even if they are being uh closed-minded even if they are being uh like i know and you don't know type of mindset approach them with love guys approach them with love because you're you're not gonna get what i'm talking about if you don't love others so love others that's that's the number one thing here um and i can't follow the whole chat but you guys that that are in my private group that are in the mythos group you know how to uh like you let me know if there's something going on or or something needs to be done to uh reach out to someone find out what's wrong with them what's going on make sure that they uh they can come back in love and light if not then of course that's where we have to, uh, you know, put a, put a ban on them for the chat. So, uh, but anyway, thank you guys for, for just self-regulating on all of that while I do this teaching. So, um, with that said, the power question, the soul saying, where are you going? It is wicked in wickedness. Are you bound, but you are bound. Do not judge. And the soul said, why do you judge me? Although I have not judged. So I think that that's, that's a beautiful place of understanding too, is like our soul doesn't judge like our flesh, the power of the flesh wants to judge. I mean, we even see the, the first, uh, form is darkness than desire ignorance. I mean, what, where do most of our disagreements come from, from darkness, desire, and ignorance. I desire to be right. I have a dark place of misunderstanding and then there's just ignorance because I don't have all the data and I do it too. Like I'm not calling anybody out. Uh, it's just, that is what it is. So, uh, the fourth is the excitement of death. Like we see that coming from a place of this wrathful power. Uh, the fifth is the kingdom of the flesh. Of course, we've, we're told to transcend the flesh over and over and over and over in the gospels. Uh, the sixth is the foolishness is the wisdom of flesh. There's not a lot of wisdom in the flesh. Like I know, I know that guys, uh, the seventh is the wrathful wisdom. These are the seven powers of wrath. So, uh, with that said, there are some, some deep concepts here to unpack. Like I, it's almost like the soul knows where to go. Um, and so this transmigration of the soul, like when we step into love, light, peace, joy, we step into those higher frequencies and allow our spirit to connect to the mighty spirit of God, that fractal mind of God, that divine pattern and plan. And we flow into that. Then our soul can naturally rise up through those chakras. It can naturally rise up through those, that transmigration 
of the process of the soul ascending. Whether you believe this is physical reincarnation or reincarnating in each chakra all the way up throughout your, your one life here, I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think, you know, we have to adopt a reincarnation to understand this process. Um, if we do, it works. If we don't, it works. Like we, we see that this process is obviously going on within our lives just as a whole. So with that said, um, let's see, um, uh, other questions here. Um, let's see. I'm looking through the questions. You guys had a lot going on here, so. Um, Lisa Marie, thank you for being here, by the way. Yes, soul fam. Absolutely. Um, and Lisa, reach out to me too. Let me know what's going on. You guys be cool with each other. Seriously, I like that's the kind of stuff that will make me stop doing these lives. Like, you guys want me to stop doing the lives, keep arguing with each other because that is not what this tribe's about. That's not what this family is about. And I won't hesitate to boot somebody like seriously um y'all are playing right into even the ones that pretend like they're trying to be nice here you shouldn't it should not have gone that far so i'm just going to call you out right now and say you guys that are even continuing those conversations with each other i'm here doing the show not you so a lot i see some other creators in here i'm not going to name names this is not your show so don't show up with your own brand here you're here to learn or you can go do it on your own show. Um, and don't be, there's, there's people in here who are, who are new to this, new to this spiritual walk. Don't push them out. Okay. Um, uh, don't play into these seven powers of wrath. Okay. That ego will, will destroy us every time. So there's more wisdom in your body than in your deepest philosophy. Frederick Nietzsche. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Dark Knight soup. Um, and the body is not necessarily the flesh either. Like the flesh is more of an archetype for that carnal nature. And we don't, we don't often understand that. Obviously we have a physical flesh embodying a spirit and a soul, but it's kind of hard to differentiate those because we're, we're told over and over, like transcend the flesh, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh, like, and then you think, Oh, it's just my skin. My skin is doing this. I have to pass away to, to, you know, to escape this and no, like the flesh is the carnal nature. It's those lower chakras. It's the things that where we operate out of that animal instinct rather than our higher self. Uh, Jesus entered our flesh. Absolutely. And, and that's, and what I read yesterday from gospel of Mary Magdalene about, uh, Christ, uh, basically returning everything to its roots, being within it, uh, from the beginning that, that he came into all nature, all nature, not just humanity, even animals and plants, he is returning that to the root of the nature of God within it. Everything, not just us. Okay. So, um, sharing my journey in love and life. Yes, Lynn. Absolutely. These people are hurting my soul. Yes, Lynn. Thank you guys for being loved to each other. Um, like I said, I'm going to reach out to some of our private members that are part of the mythos group. Make sure that we don't have any of this stuff going on again. I don't know what happened, but obviously some people got upset. That's not the point here, guys. Again, if you're coming in here trying to find an answer, you're here, you're you, you need to leave that at the door, okay? My entire podcast, and if you guys have been listening for a while, 
I'm not here to give you answers. And by the way, if you come in with an answer, you're wrong. You are wrong, okay? Um, because if I come in with an answer, I'm wrong. Now, I may have some insights and some inspirations during this, but I still don't know. I'm not telling anyone that I know anything. I am on an exploration of consciousness. And we had people yesterday arguing about the shape of the earth. And I'm like, you haven't even explored your own consciousness and you're worried about the physical matrix. What if it literally changes based on your perception of it? Like, uh, you know, why are we arguing about things of the flesh, things of the world, things in the physical reality? Let's explore things of the spiritual reality. Let's try to understand who we truly are underneath it all. And that's what my show is about, guys. I am I am esoteric underneath the surface, the hidden, the secret. Um, and with that, I don't know. I can't, like, I can't tell you I know. And nobody in the chat can either. Especially other people who have their own channels and they're, they're, they're content creators too. I expect you guys to be of a higher standard when you come into here. You're not here to promote your stuff and your understanding. You're here to communicate and love others and explore together. That's what we're on. We're holding hands, exploring together. If you like that, welcome. You're a part of our community. If you don't like that and you think that you need to know or show up with an answer or wield an ego or argue dogma and doctrine or any type of conspiracy, then this is not the place for you. This is because we are a higher consciousness than that. We are in a different room than that. Like I can't even hear that because that door is shut to that room. We're in a different room, guys. Open-minded and honest. Love that about you, Robbie says. Thank you, Robbie Hill. God bless you. I appreciate that. Skinny Lee, welcome. Um, Steffi, I didn't see you come in. Thank you for being here. And Lynn, thank you always for your love and light. Um, let's see. Um, uh, what's up, Cooker? Uh, Skinny Lee says, uh, Grand Canyon, um, Dark Knight Soup. Um, I don't know about all that. Again, Dark Knight Soup, you're talking about things of the physical matrix here. Like, I don't even care. It is what it is. I don't control the physical matrix, but I am in, I am in authority of my spiritual matrix, and so are you. And that's, that's what we're talking about here. So, um, yeah, I understand. I understand, Lynn. So, and Lynn, you can reach out to me too. Let me know. Uh, I mean, if there's anything I need to be aware of, please let me know. So, uh, Skinny Lee, what are we talking about today? We're on chapter eight. This is the third installment of the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. Uh, a little bit of drama today. A little bit of drama, uh, just in the chat, but we nipped that, so we're we're all cool now. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, yes, but it shows how beautiful our, our earth once was and will be again. Very good. Dark Knight soup. I, I, I agree with that. Um, and I think too, like you hear about all the revelation stuff and like re creation returning, you hear more about the dissolving of one creation rather than the destruction of it in the Gnostic texts. And that's more what I like, uh, more of that shift, that slower ascension to 5d earth where, Everything really is being, you know, pulled away, melted away, burned away, whatever you want to call it. But it's more of this process of like, we really are going to manifest in a brand new earth because we are ascending, our souls are migrating and we are ascending into that new plane of existence. By the way, it may not even be something that you like go there. It was like, it may be this process. I mean, even for me, 
talking about light codes. A year ago, I would never have talked about a light code. I saw beautiful sunsets, but I didn't literally see the frequencies in the air and things bouncing off of things and feel the flashing element of the sun through things and just uh, stepping into that frequency into a brand new, at least plane of existence on this earth. I can't even imagine where this will go the more I continue. Uh, Dark Knight Soup says it is gradual. Yes, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And I know that there's other people who have really worked on burning a lot of karma in their life, really done the work of like deconstructing from limiting belief systems and just stepping into this more of this. I don't know. I want to know. I'm curious. I just want love and light and I want Christ within me like the ascended Christ and not like the person of Jesus, but the ascended Christ that is universal to every faith, religion, race, orientation, not here to judge, but to be the returner to that innocence, that place, uh, that childlike state where you know you are God, you know you're part of God, at least. If you can't say, I know I am God, then you can say, I know I'm part of God. Uh, and I think that that level of being able to say, I know I am God is not a blasphemous place. It's just saying like, I know that in the end, I'm going to be so much a part of that, that there will be no separation, no walls. It will be total unity with God. And therefore, if I'm a part of the body of Christ, part of God, then I'm like, is the finger any less important than the toe? Like you even hear that in the gospel, like you're still a part of the body. Therefore, by association, you can say I am. Love this live, Shane says. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate it. Shane, if you want to check out the replay on this, it's over at cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. This is my website. You can find the podcast. I restream this on the podcast every day. Uh, we've got it over on the YouTube channel, all organized by subject matter over there. Uh, so be sure and check out the YouTube channel and the podcast. Subscribe to both of those places so you don't miss the long-form messages here because I archive them all. Um Yes, separation, illusion, people will still choose their own hells, even though love is still within them. That is very true, absolutely. Uh, Skinny Lee says, heard an interesting theory about this in the Garden of Eden uh, and how leaving the garden uh, is us half, uh, losing our innocence or the fruit. Yeah, that is definitely uh, one theory. My theory on the Garden of Eden was that uh, the serpent was actually Christ uh, returning in that the the Yahweh Elohim in the garden that could physically walk with Adam because Christ says no man has ever seen the father. Um, and then Moses walked with Yahweh too and spoke with him, but Christ says no one's seen the father. He's in spirit and truth. So that's where I get that Christ was definitely talking about a different God and that, uh, the garden was more of the ascension out of like the perfect prison, uh, moving into that place. Like uh, I shared the other day on the wine, you know, that this, this God of the earth gave the good wine up front, like the good stuff up front and then went into the whole wrath thing and like all the judgment and that like Christ came to just bring, uh, the good wine at whatever timeline we're in and like, Hey, you can have it now. Like here is the good wine. Um, I don't know. It, there, there was some pretty cool illusions there for sure. Uh, allusions. Um, and so with that said, like, I think that this gospel of Mary Magdalene is something, obviously it evokes feelings, you know, I don't know what the discussion was about today, but even if you're listening and you're a first time listener, uh, there's not normally any, you know, any stuff like that going on in here. 
but with that said, you may hear stuff that I talk about that you you feel like you need to defend something from your side. And if you feel like you have to defend something, then that something is probably not a good thing for you because here's my deal. When I tried to defend doctrine and dogma, that it never did anything for me. It led me deeper into sin, doubt, anxiety, self-loathing. Um, when I've found this place, people can attack it all day long. And it's like, you know, I have nothing to defend because it's still there when I go back to it. They're not tearing anything down in me. So I don't even have to defend like what I'm talking about. All I can do is just say, hey, don't go to that vibration of trying to defend some set of beliefs that you think is true. I don't care what you believe. I don't care where you go to church or who you're married to. I care what you experience. And when you experience something like I'm talking about today, you don't have to, you don't have to defend it because it can't be offended. Because it just is. It is light. It is truth. Someone can go, you know, make fun of the sun, but it doesn't stop it from giving light. And that's this place that I'm talking about, guys. And if you haven't made it there yet in your consciousness, keep coming with me. Keep coming with me. Let's let's do this together. So I love you guys. Thank you for being here. TJ says no parent sends their kids to the world without knowledge. That's what I think. Absolutely. Like we have it within us somewhere like this, this authentic truth and light is already within us because the Christ is within us, not the Christian Jesus or the Jewish Jesus or anything like that, but the Christ, the Christ energy, the Christ consciousness, the thing that in the last chapter we read yesterday is dissolving everything back to its roots. It's peeling away all of that. You know, I'm reading the book Karma by Sadhguru right now, and it's all talking about burning that karma, melting it away. That's what Christ does. It's deep, guys. It's deep, and that's what we're here. We're here to get deep, and we can't get deep when we're on the surface level. Even if you're arguing with yourself, saying, you know, I like this guy, but I don't know that it's biblical. I don't know that it's this, or I don't know that the pastor would agree with it. You're right. It's not biblical, and your pastor won't agree with it. Everything I teach is largely heretical. It would have been, you know, snuffed out in the Middle Ages. 2,000 years of tradition trying to make sure that there's a common narrative rather than personal ascension towards the Christ or manifesting the Christ within finding the kingdom of God within. So no, I'm not here to teach any kind of pre-laid out doctrine. I'm here to teach from experience. The reason I can be what you would consider a yogi or a mentor is because I am, not because I know anything, not because I'm I'm some sort of perfect person that's achieved this whatever higher than anyone else. It's just because it's already within me. It has been within me forever. I'm an artist. I'm a deep thinker. I like to explore the what ifs. Heretical, but moreover scriptural. Absolutely, Lynn. Absolutely. And I definitely follow, I mean, if I read and follow the scriptures, we're just looking at what they say here. So, uh, let's see. Grumpy says, I feel very connected with this, but I'm always told it's a deception and I can't get uh, behind that. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, everybody's going to call this a deception. And here's the deal. I have literal family members that ask me because I talk about experiencing this and they go, "Are you are you sure you're talking to God?" 
And I said, no, it's probably a demon that's, you know, manifesting all of this love and unity and acceptance of others and transcending my own BS and finding this place of enlightenment and peace that I actually do love myself and I don't want to die anymore and I want to love others and actually go out and serve. And I can actually sit here even when people argue and just love them into a place of continuing to be a part of this community and love rather than some sort of belief system back and forth. So there's my sarcastic answer of, is this a deception? Well, you tell me. And then the whole, you know, everybody's like, well, Satan manifests himself as an angel of light. Well, if you actually look into who Lucifer is, Lucifer and Christ are either brothers or it's the same. So I, I can't tell you what the truth is behind that, but I can tell you if you look into who Lucifer is bringing the light against the flesh, against the against God, specifically the God of the Old Testament, he's bringing light against that. Of course Christ did. Look at every word he said. He even like literally spoke out against some of the words that Yahweh that were attributed to Yahweh in the Mosaic law in the Old Testament. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't tell you guys again. I'm not going to sit here and say Jesus is Lucifer, but there's enough data to suggest that, like, hey, maybe I don't know who Lucifer is. Hey, maybe, maybe that this whole idea that's been perpetuated of Lucifer could potentially be wrong. Missy, uh, Missy K says, "Yes, I love this. Uh, I'm an oracle, prophet, and seer, aka psychic." Uh, I couldn't come to terms with myself being evil and against God. Absolutely. Like you have a spiritual gift. Good for you. I'm a mystic and a light worker and a mentor. And I like to help people build a better operating system so that they can actually find love, joy, and peace in their life and manifest beautiful, incredible things for themselves and others. Not talking about cars and stuff like that. I'm talking about actual love, actual service, actual opportunities Instead of this whole holier-than-thou attitude that everybody seems to want to have. Missy Cases, I am, amen, thank you, brother. Missy, thank you for being here. Please connect with me here. Uh, give me a follow. Check out the podcast on YouTube, uh, on the audio version over on Spotify, uh, Apple, Anchor, and about 40, 50 other platforms there. So uh, I'm everywhere, Facebook included. So thank you guys for being here. Um, Let's see. Uh, dark Knight Soup says, I feel so alone and isolated. That's the perfect place to be if you want that dark energy to take you over. If you watch the new Stranger Things 4, the demon can only take people over um, because they haven't dealt with their pain and they, they feel isolated rather than being seen and communicating those emotions with others. Don't be isolated, man. You're, you're here in a beautiful group and we love you and we're here to be honest with each other, open with each other and try and find something greater than ourselves together. That's the whole point of this community. And that's why I just, I'm allergic to, to debate and arguing within this because I don't know. I'm not saying my way is right. I know the way, the truth, and the life. And it's not in some religious figure. It's in the ideology and the actual actions, emotions, and systems that Christ actually performed on the earth. He said, you'll do greater things than me. Like he was passing on that knowing that, hey, you're magic too. And Wednesday night, Sons of God Ministries and I are going to go live at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
Joshua is incredible. He understands the whole Yaldabaoth, Yahweh of the Old Testament thing way better than I do. Um, I, again, I'm more of a mystic and a mentor and that type of thing here. He's more of like, he's got the historical and he, he can figure out the reconciliation of all the doctrine way better than I can. Um, I just try to even avoid doctrine just cause that's just not my vibe, but, um, but he's going to be incredible. And we're actually going to talk about magic in the Bible and we're going to see all of the magic lines tied to Christ and how he's been tied to be, tr- he's, he's been attempted to tie him to the law over and over and over rather than the line of magicians or magi or magos in the Bible. And it's pretty, it's pretty wild. So, uh, Robbie says you weren't created a loser. You have the same authority of Christ. Yes, Robbie. Amen. Um, and then dark Knight soup says we need community, uh, hard to find in real life. Yes, it is. That's why I'm doing it here online. Um, if you guys think that I have some sort of magic network in my hometown of people that get what I'm talking about, I literally have no one. Literally have no one. And it is easy to say I'm alone, I'm isolated. That's why I have this community. That's why you guys are here. Uh, there's nobody in West Texas that gets what I'm talking about. Very few people. Very few people. They're, they're probably out there. I just haven't found them yet. Um, my best friend, 74 Leathercraft, I pray, play Frisbee with him all the time. He's, he definitely gets things a lot more than other people do around here. I know that some of what I talk about freaks him out. And I know that some of what I talk about freaks my wife out. The closest person to me, my own wife is not on the same wavelength I'm on. And that's okay. I'm not trying to convert her. I'm not going to evangelize her for what I'm doing. She has watched me change and evolve and ascend. And she knows I've found something. She doesn't understand it or put it into words. But she accepts it and she loves that in me. And she supports everything I'm doing. So even within your marriages, guys, the closest place of love and trust should be the closest place you're not going to find this simpatico perfection of balance between you and that person. Just finding like your, your whatever twin flame in them. Like you, like it's within you. The kingdom is within you. Robbie says, I'm walking the narrow path with you, brother. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you for being here. Missy K says same. I'm also a light worker like you, Jacob, uh, came into some religious spirits and Josh's teachings pulled me out of the law. Can't wait for the collab. Thank you, Missy. Yes, Joshua is, um, he's on another level, man. You guys are going to love him. Um, like I said, I do, he's, he's definitely like the teacher side of it and the knowledge side of it. And I'm more of like the alchemized side of it. Like how do we like deconstruct from all of this and like adopt all these new ideas and like start to perform the magic in our lives. That's more of like, I'm more on the yogi side of things and he's more on the, the rabbi side of things. So, um, which is it's going to be a great collab so definitely go check that out wednesday night 6 p.m central standard time if you want to join live it'll be right here on tiktok um and then the the restream will be over on youtube facebook everything if you guys vibe with what i'm talking about barefoot uh with bunny says i feel this so much thank you so much don't forget to follow me come back tell that algorithm what's what um because i can't guarantee my content will find you again but make sure you follow like a bunch of videos so it'll it'll 
it'll tell that algorithm what's up. But if you do vibe with what I'm doing and you want to support it, I have a Mythos community. It's our private community. It's only nine bucks a month, similar to like a Patreon type support thing. You get a bunch of perks with it, including a private group, private messages in that group daily, uh, lots of discussion within that group, as well as uh, a whole library of unreleased training materials. It's like all of my training videos um, that you guys are going to have access to as a part of that. And there's over 500 of them. I'm still uploading hundreds of them. I mean, it's, you know, you're not going to be able to go through all of them today. I'll tell you that. So uh, anyone that wants to join support what I'm doing, all of that helps as well as the t-shirts, all the artwork I do. I'm coming out with a, a music album as well. And a new book. That's going to be a series of meditations all about patterns, patterns of consciousness and patterns of God. Um, and you guys that want to start meditating on this type of thing, that's going to be incredible for you. It should be out before Christmas in physical print as well as available on the album on iTunes and Spotify. So really, really looking forward to that. Definitely a new art project I'm, uh, I'm undertaking. So, but love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for the finger hearts, for the gifts here. Um, a hundred percent, they go hand in hand. So exciting to see them come together. Hope to catch the live. Thank you, Missy. Thank you, Barefoot with Bunnies. Uh, thank you, Whisper, for being here. Thank you, TJ. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Dark Knight Soup. Thank you, Skinny Lee. Uh, Old Lion, thank you for being here. Everybody that's on, God bless you guys. I love you. I'll see you this afternoon, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Like I said, please support me if only one person joins the Mythos community. It's only 9 bucks a month, cheaper than your Netflix stuff. Um, it makes all the world difference to me and helps me continue to do this full time, show up twice a day, keep pumping out the free love. Um, and then you get to go deeper with me on the other side of that into the private group. So I love you guys. I'll see you this afternoon. Peace.